Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of Saddest Night Out. My name is Roy, and I am the host of this daily podcast, which is my attempt to take you on a guided tour of what's happening creatively in the city of London, whether it's with my own music or with the creative pursuits of the people I encounter. So, I make music, and as well as doing that, I help to host open mic nights. I'm currently doing Tuesdays at a pub called The Reliance on Old Street, which is in the Shoreditch area, and I do Wednesdays at the Littleton Arms, which is a pub in Camden, just across the road from Mornington Crescent Station. Today's episode was recorded at the Reliance open mic last night. I got there early because progress is being made with my timekeeping, knock on wood. And I spoke to two at this, uh, two performers that have been at our open mics. The first was someone who was performing at this open mic. Her name is Cheyenne. She's been on the podcast before, actually, on episode 70, which was my 15th episode from an open mic. And this one is my 22nd, I believe. So she's a friend of the podcast and she was telling me about a big gig she has coming up as well as her background in music in general. The second person I spoke to is Elizabeth who also goes by the name EOA. I first met Elizabeth a week ago Tuesday when she played our open mic and after she performed, which was fantastic, she stayed on the mic and started talking about other pursuits that she has, particularly her plans to build a guitar brand, as in making guitars under her own brand. And I'd never had a performer do that before from the mic, so I was intrigued. And I asked her if she'd be willing to come down last night for me to talk to her for the podcast so I could find out more about the other pies that she has her fingers in. So she wasn't actually performing last night either. She was kind enough to come down just to talk to me for the podcast. So first you'll hear me speaking to Cheyenne. And then you'll hear me speaking to Elizabeth. And then I'll join you afterwards to give a bit more context on the night in general and how things are going with me. Enjoy these chats and I will see you in a bit. I have now pressed record. I'm upstairs at the Reliance. We've still got a while before the night begins. But I'm here with what will hopefully be one of our performers tonight. What's your name? Cheyenne Smith. How are things, Cheyenne? Um, They're really good at the moment. Like, I've got a few things in motion in regards to my music that are really exciting to me, like a big performance. So, yeah. How long have you been working on your music? How long has your music been a thing? Um, So, I was in year five, like primary school, and like, I used to sing, but I never thought about it as a thing. And then I got chosen as Joseph. For Joseph and his technical dream coat and then I suddenly realized like oh this is an actual thing you can do and like since then I've been absolutely obsessed with like singing so when I first met you I think it was at a knee spa another one of our venues on a Wednesday that you started doing some covers at an open mic had you been doing open mics long before that um not open mics so obviously I used to do music with school and like I went abroad to do like a couple um, performances and stuff but I'd never really done open mics as such all of my performances were usually graded or for an assignment so something specific not yeah. really just you doing your own thing yeah so like open mics were kind of new to me to just put out there have you been doing many since you were at that Anise Bar kind of open mic? Um, I mean, I think I did like four Anise Bar ones and then one at Reliance. I've been meaning to do other ones, but, you know, life just kind of gets you busy. But yeah. And has it still been mainly covers you've been doing or is there any original music on its way? 
So I do write some of my own music, and my best friend, he's a pianist and producer, so he actually, so he actually um, writes a lot of music for me as well. So we collaborate on them. But I'm a bit of a perfectionist, so I never actually perform my own music or even let anyone hear it, really, <laughs> to be fair. So we just take your word for it, that exists yeah. <laughs> in the meantime. And who's come to support you tonight for your performance? Uh, my mum has come with me. Has she been to many of your performances before? Um, not my open mic ones, but like every exam performance and stuff that I did before, yeah. And it sounds like you've got a bit of a big performance coming up as well. I do. So, um... A friend of mine is actually um, the producer of this thing called the IR Awards, and it's for like um, artists and like producers, actors, and stuff that have been a bit underappreciated in the industry. Um, so I've been asked to perform for that, and I'm kind of bricking it because I'm planning to perform a Georgia Smith song, uh-huh. and I found out she's nominated for best female um, artist. Ah. So I'll be performing her song in front of her. Well, that's fine. That's, fine. that's <laughs> the best possible scenario. <laughs> Last time we talked, we talked about that kind of thing. We're not going to talk about this time. This time it's all good vibes. This time nothing can go wrong. So I'm guessing there's maybe nothing online yet of your... Is there anything of your performances maybe? Um, not really online as such. Just like a few Facebook and Instagram videos. Um, but they mostly go on my stories and then disappear after a while. <laughs> Where it's safe to say that kind of thing. Yeah, because like I put it up and I really like it. Then I'll listen to it about a hundred times and analyse it until I'm like, oh, I need to take it down. <laughs> yeah, so none of it has ever... I like. I used to have a YouTube channel and I would do the same thing. Like I would re-watch my own videos so much and I'll be like, I'm going to take it down. <laughs> So yeah, unfortunately not, but I'm working on it. Okay, so watch this space. And for the listeners who won't be here physically to see you perform, what music are you hoping to perform tonight? Um, so I am hoping to perform a bit of... Um, well, one is from Hairspray. Um, it's called I Know Where I've Been, and it's a bit kind of Negro spiritual. Um, and also my favourite song ever, which is a jazz song called Summertime by Gershwin. And yeah, I just absolutely love it. Looking forward to it. And if you were ever ready to share some of your own music, who would be the first person you trust to share it with? Uh, my mum. My mum, yeah, definitely. And then my best friend. And if they give it the thumbs up, then it might get a bit wider than that. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll let you enjoy your food. Thank you very much for joining me, and I'll see you on stage later tonight. Cool, thanks. Record. So I'm still upstairs at the Reliance, and I'm here with another one of our performers for this evening. What's your name? Hello, my name is Elizabeth, also known as EOA. Now, the first time I met you was this place last week when you performed at one of our open mics. Have you done many open nights before then? Yes, I've done many, but in this place, this was my first time performing in, at the Reliance. And how long have you been making music in general? Um, I've been making music since I was about um, 15. I became a songwriter at 15. I started singing at age 7. Right. And has it always been the kind of music that you performed here? Has it always been that style that you've been making? No. It's been different styles. Like, Well, because, you know, at first you're um, a b- beginner musician, so you're just, you know, just starting up, really. But as I've grown older, I'm, I'm starting to find my style. And it sounds like, as well as making music, there are other creative pursuits that you have. So what else is going on in the world of EOA? Yes, um, well, I'm in the process of starting my own guitar company. Um, I'm looking for um, guitar builders. 
um, youth years as well. And um, I think that this um, guitar brand is going to be um, really big because I'm looking for um, talented builders those that will help me build a company. And as, as well as, as my um, business venture, I also do other things like I'm an Avon sales leader. And the reason why I'm a sales, Avon sales leader is because I believe um, it gives me business skills, allows me to communicate to many people, and it helps me build leadership skills as well. And I actually never really wanted to be a, an Avon sales leader. I was just given the opportunity, and which is a long story, but I don't, have, I don't have much time to explain it, how I became an Avon sales leader. But my other things as well, like my um, guitar company, um, you know, I want to first make electric guitars first, and um, so the the name of the business is called Milo stands for My Guitar Love with a Kiss. It's spelled M Y G L O X. My Guitar Love with a Kiss. kiss. Yeah. Like it. Yeah. So. so what, how what, long have you been wanting to make guitars? What made you want to make guitars? I wanted to make guitars because um, ever since I became hooked onto this instrument, I felt as though I wanted to give back to the community, do something creative. Because I feel as though that there's always room for improvement. You know, people say that ev- um, every market is um, what's the word again? Satirized. Saturated. Saturated, yeah. yeah. But if you look at clothing line, there's so many clothing lines out there, and I guarantee you that next year, some are going to make their own clothing line. Look at makeup. So many makeups out there. People create new things, new makeup line. Look at Fenty Beauty, Rihanna. She, she's a singer, you know, she's a dancer as well, already from Barbados. You know, there's so many makeup lines, and she launched her own makeup as well, because she felt as though there was something missing in that market. So I think in any market, you know, there's always room for someone, you know, this world is changing, it's evolving. So I think it's it's fair for everyone to like just run their their imagination and do whatever they want. It's a free country. Absolutely. So when you first started making your own music at you said fifteen, was guitar the main instrument that you learned to make music on? My main issue was my voice. I started playing guitar at age 19. Um, yeah. Did you have guitar lessons or did like, a friend teach you? Did you teach yourself? Yeah, I taught myself. What kind of music were you playing to learn how to play the guitar? Um, the type of music I was playing was you know, really simple songs that had simple chords. So like just regular pop songs. Right. Yeah. And was it so? Was there never was there never any other instrument that you played? Never like tried piano or anything like that. I used to do piano lessons um, when I was um, in year seven, which is age twelve, for like one year. But you know, in school um, term, um, a, a whole year is like eight months. Um, you know, the, the piano is a really nice sounding instrument, but to me, it just wasn't really my sort of thing. The yeah. guitar, guitar felt more natural, guitar felt yeah. like where you can make your own stuff. Yeah. So if it was, you were living in a dream world and you can go on tour with any artist you wanted to, who would you like to be performing with? What kind of artist could you see your music going alongside with in your wildest dreams? Oh wow. You see, I'm a, I'm a very picky person. Uh-huh. It's going to be as picky as you want. Well, it would be like Beyonce slash from Guns N' Roses. That is quite a combination right there. Um, what kind of music do you tend to listen to when you're making your own music? 
listen to all sorts of things. Many. Um, I listen to Slipknot. I listen to Rihanna. I listen to Drake. I listen to a bit of country. I listen to a bit of reggae, Afro beats. You, you know, just whatever that that I like and I'm feeling to or I'm vibing to I just listen to I never say you know I'm listening to this type of music because everyone else is so you cast the net wide and nothing is off limits yeah just whatever I like alright so when it comes to the artistic pursuits and your entrepreneurial pursuits yeah where can people follow this along online where can people find you online um, people can follow Milo at Facebook and at Instagram as well so is that again M Y G L O X? Yeah, people think it's pronounced as Myglocks, but it's Milo. The G is silent. And the X. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so, and what about your own music then? Is that anywhere online at the moment? Yeah, it's on SoundCloud E O A. Yeah, and also, um, this is my first time doing business, so you know, I'm very like amateurish and you know, I'm just learning and you know, building my social networks and building confidence in like speaking and doing public communicating to people about it because because I know that I have a lot of you know weakness and you know I'm not perfect you know so you know I think when you're afraid of things certain things you just like try and overcome it. Absolutely. I yeah. mean, that was very much how I started this podcast. I didn't even know what I was doing until I just pressed record and started talking to people. Yeah. I'm still learning as I go. I, yeah. talk, I think there's an advert on the train station or something at the moment that says, the first step is to take one. Yeah. And that's exactly what you're doing. So yeah. thank you very much for your time. Yeah. All right. I hope you had a great performance tonight. And I'll catch you on a future episode, hopefully. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. And that was that. Thank you once again to Cheyenne and Elizabeth for your time. Cheyenne, that's a pretty unique situation she's in where she's hoping to perform a cover of a Georgia Smith song and there's a good chance Georgia Smith will be in the audience as she performs it. But if her performance is anything like it was last night, she's going to knock it out of the park. And I hope to catch up with her maybe after that performance to see how it went. In fact, if you check out my most recent Instagram post, at the time of recording this, you will see a glimpse of her performing prowess, and it is formidable. And thank you also to Elizabeth. When I saw her perform last week, after her performance, which was great, she stayed on the mic and told the audience about her other pursuits and how she was looking to collaborate with people, and I hadn't really had anyone do that before on the mic, so I was intrigued. But when I'm hosting the open mics, I don't have too much of an opportunity during the show to catch up with individual people. I'm there to keep things moving, unplug the last artist, plug in the next artist, introduce them, etc. But I did want to catch up with her again and find out more about the other things she's pursuing. So I'm very grateful to her for coming down last night, especially since she wasn't able to perform. But she still made the time to come down and see me to talk about what it is she was doing. And I got imp- she told me it was the first time she'd been interviewed in this regard as in talking about herself and what she does and not talking about something else. I really like how limitless she is in her approach to whether it's her business ideas or the influences in her music. It's no holds barred. But there is some realism in her approach as well. She knows she's new to what it is she's trying to do and she's willing to learn, willing to collaborate and understands that if she comes across a roadblock that's unfamiliar and seems insurmountable, it's an opportunity to learn and it's an opportunity to adapt what it is she's doing. So 
Wish her nothing but the best, and I hope I get to catch up with her in the future to find out how things are going. I, I keep trying to change the intro to these podcasts because I want to adequately encapsulate what it is I do for newcomers. And it's not just about music. I never know who it is I might encounter on this podcast. So I want to try and capture that, as well as the fact that I make music, and that was, that's very much one of the foundation one of the foundations of what it is I do on this podcast. So, as far as my own music is concerned, I did perform last night. My sister was there as well, which was always a treat to have her come down. She brought a cousin of mine who has never seen me perform before, and I don't think she even knew I was making music before last night. I was very grateful she came down. And, of course, another friend of mine who goes way, way back was there as well. Dexter. Well, I don't know why I'm not saying his name. He's been on the podcast before. And I am getting used to opening up about what it is I do to more and more people because I for the longest time if anyone in my family or in certain circles asked about what it was I do the answer would just be something vague regarding music nothing really specific so it is an unfamiliar muscle I'm flexing and telling people specifically what it is I do but it gets easier the more I do it last night was a really good night we had 21 people on the list some fantastic performers. Again, you can see some videos of those performances on my Instagram page, at Saddest Night Out. I am trying to get better at posting those nearer to when they actually happen instead of waiting like three or four weeks before I post it. I didn't perform any new material last night, but I'm hoping to perform new material tonight at the Littleton Arms. That venue, I don't know why I didn't, I didn't get anything ready in time last night. And knowing there'd be people there that I know, I went with the safer option of playing the same stuff I'd played the previous week. This, well, tonight I am aiming to play some new songs, one of which I played at the end of yesterday's episode. I played the voice note with my attempt at coming up with a lyrical melody. The other song I'm aiming to perform is one that I've played here... Well, I've played on this podcast. I can't even remember which episode it was that I played it it was at the end of an episode. That's how these episodes tend to work. At the end, I'll play some sort of original music and talk about what it is, the progress with it, etc. I have about 40 minutes to write lyrics for this next piece I want, I want to play tonight. But, put my phone down. I'm going to plug in my guitar while I talk. I have decided not to play it with a backing track, which is a bit different. Hopefully it goes well. But, I do intend to try and mix up how I perform it so that there's still an element of progression in me playing it solo because with a backing track you can change up the drum line you can change up the bass line to show progression through the song but since it's just me on guitar and me singing I'll have to change up how I play the guitar in order to achieve that so let's plug in my pedal so you can hear me playing pedal plugged in and since I am planning to play without my pedal actually no backing track no guitar pedal just my guitar plugged into the desk it makes sense oh hold up to plug in my amp as well so that you can hear me playing this what the book down well so on my guitar pedal, I'll turn off the distortion effects and the cabinet effects 
so it sounds a bit raw. So this better emulates what it will sound like when I'm plugged straight into the desk tonight. Although there's still a little bit of reverb because hopefully when it comes to the speakers and reverberates through the room I play in, that effect will still stand. So, the song I want to play goes a bit like this. It's not really a verse-chorus type of song, so the first part will be just that. Then I'll bring in this. That's me playing the same thing, but now I'm using my thumb on the, the low E string, which might be a bit out of tune, actually. I know, apparently we're okay. So I'm using my thumb to give a bit more bass to the chords. Then there's a bit in the middle where I just vocalise, which I'm not too comfortable doing with doing yet, but practice makes perfect, or practice brings progress, rather. So then it does this. And then it goes. slight change in the approach there, which again I'm hoping signifies signals, whatever the word is, the progression in the song rather than verse, chorus, verse, chorus. And then it goes... So I'm hoping in slightly changing up how I play that throughout the song, it will bring, you know, the dynamics which would normally be brought by bass line and drum changes that would have in the backing track. I'm just trying to make trying to make it so I could perform anywhere without having to lug a whole bunch of stuff with me. But we'll see how it goes. We'll see if I even play those songs tonight. I might wimp out at the last minute. Hopefully not, knock on wood. I am getting a little bit close to running late, though, so I will say goodbye here. Had to, I did a lot of takes of the intro and outro for this episode. I really need to get better at just sticking with whatever it is I say and riding with it. And I think this is yet another 20-minute-plus episode, I'm not sure, but I will try and get it a bit more concise with the next one. Thank you very much for listening. You can find me online at Saddest Night Out on Twitter and Instagram. You can email me, saddestnightout at gmail.com. If you are aware of an artist in London that I should check out, or if you have any suggestions, any comments, whatever, feel free to rate me on iTunes if anyone listens on that. I don't think anyone has rated me yet, so you could be the first. And otherwise, oh, I have a Patreon as well, patreon.com forward slash saddestnightout. If you would like to, and if you are able to, donate to the cause. That's enough for me. Thank you for listening, and I will see you on the next episode. Take care.